0: You are listening to The Women of Kona, a feisty media production. We would like to thank our partners, TryHard, That's It, Cur Sports, USAT, and The Outspoken Summit. We are live. Okay, welcome to episode six of The Women of Kona. I am here in our Breezeway studio that we just came and took over here in Kona with the lovely Kelly O'Mara. Hi, Kelly.
1: Hi, Sarah. As if we haven't been together all week.
0: <laughs> so Kelly is the former editor-in-chief of Triathlete Magazine and the founder of Triathlon-ish, which we will discuss later. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you were supposed to bring the banter. So far, you're, you're letting me down.
1: I was waiting you to do your whole like top of the show <laughs> thing. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, we want to thank our
0: sponsors, Kerr Sports. That's it. Try hard, USAT, and the Outspoken Summit. Uh, we also wanted to give a reminder for those who don't know, we are running a contest this week, which closes in closes in a couple days, right? October on the seventh. Okay, so there's two thousand dollars worth of prizes in the contest, and there are eight chances to win. So some of the great prizes are. A free entry to the Outspoken Summit. We have a three-month supply of that's it bars, which are these amazing fruit bars we've been eating all week—just dried fruit bars. Uh, a oh, we have a foot, some kind of the foot bundle from. <laughs> Wait, you eat mean... <laughs> the active foot bundle from Try Hard? I I feel like that's really good for triathletes. They, And and we love our try-hard products. Um, We also have gift certificates to the Feisty Shop. We have form goggles, uh, $200 plus the subscription there. So um, lots of prizes to be won. You can enter by going to the link in the bio of our Instagram page. And we will also throw the link in our show notes. Okay, so coming up on the show, Kelly and I are going to talk about what is happening this year in Kona, the things that have changed, the numbers, We're gonna talk about the women's race, our favorites, our picks, and the concerns and challenges with the new format. After this.
2: Whether you're training hard or working hard, That's It bars are the perfect on the go snack. They are made 100% from real fruit. Plus they are totally delicious and have been powering our Kona trip so far. It's always tricky to plan your nutrition when you're traveling, so having something simple and delicious to snack on has been a total game changer. That's It has a bunch of other on-the-go snacks as well, with all items containing six ingredients or less. And the best part, That's It, is giving our listeners a special discount on all their products. Just head over to that'sitfruit.com and use the code KONA25 for 25% off your order. That's 25% off your whole order at that'sitfruit.com with the code KONA25. Let's take a minute to talk about hair. If you do triathlon, you've probably asked yourself questions like what's the best way to wear my hair during a race? How can I keep my hair healthy and hydrated? And how can I avoid my hair ending up in a giant knot? Enter TriHard. TriHard has pre and post swim solutions designed to reduce the absorption of pool and ocean chemicals into your hair. We love using TriHard's pre and post swim conditioner before and after every swim to keep our hair feeling great. TriHard also has a bunch of other products useful for triathletes like their after swim body wash and recovery bath salts, which have been a hit with the Feisties. Take care of your hair and skin with TryHard. Use the code FEISTYKONA for 20% off at tryhard.co. That's FEISTYKONA for 20% off at tryhard.co. Tell me. Okay, we're back in.
0: (laughs) Okay, now, now, now that I'm done my intro, Kelly, are you willing to give me some banter? Oh man! Now I have to go with something funny to say yeah. right off the top of your head. Now, how's how's your week been so far in Kona?
1: I've been with you constantly the entire week,
0: <laughs> like the whole time. Okay. Here's what I'm gonna tell you, I'm not asking for myself.
1: <laughs> I'm asking
0: to entertain.
1: <laughs> okay, so you've been in Co- you've raced. No, I don't know. Actually, now I'm like I don't know if you've raced here or not. I've raced here six times. Well then, there you go. <laughs> but if you've raced it and you've worked it then it's actually much more enjoyable doing neither. Doing neither? But you don't consider yourself working? I mean, like, I'm working. But working right now this week has been, like, way more low-key than running a magazine. When you're running a magazine, you have to be like, oh, my God. How is, like, did Lucy, Lucy, I'm totally just about to make something up, and then people thought it was true. But you have to be like, oh, my God, what's happening? Who got hit by a car? What are the bike counts? I don't have to do any of that shit right now. So
0: with triathlete magazine, when you would come with them, that's what you used to do is yes. like wait for like stories to appear and then chase them around town. No, no, no. I mean, you have a, we
1: have, you have a plan, you have an editorial plan. And
0: then sometimes though, does the plan go out the window? Obviously, like,
1: yeah. cause it's a live event. Right. right. So, but you, but it's like constant. You have to be on like on race coverage, on news coverage, It's very hectic. It's very stressful. There was this whole chaos with the bike count right now. And they were telling me about it. And I was like, Oh, that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> 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 nice. Yeah. Nice. Oh, so. Time. much more enjoyable this way. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So let's talk about the format that's changed because, you know, we've, we've talked about it a lot, but I feel like we like a lot of people still don't understand really the details of what's changed. So we're having a race here on Thursday. We have 50 female pro slots. Like we have equality in the pro field more or less next year. They've promised uh, equal, like a, a women's only race day on Thursday. Um, but for this year, what, what, what has happened? What is changing?
1: What is changing? I have heard a lot of explanations, like, on the plane and in coffee shops. Of oh, like, by on. random people who don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so there's two days this year, Thursday and Saturday, and people are like, why aren't they doing back-to-back? And they're not doing back-to-back because people finish at, like, 12.30, 1 a.m., and logistics crew operations won't be done until, like, 2, and then you have people rolling in the next morning at, like, 4 or 4.30. Not possible from an operational standpoint to, like, clear and go So they decided to do it with this one day in between. Obviously, we're going to see how it goes. We're all, I think we're all taking a see how it goes approach We're all holding our breath a little bit holding our breath a little yeah. bit um and then they had to do that because they had this backlog of three years worth of kona spots basically um for the right. age groupers and that's,
0: and that's what that's what diana birch said to us earlier in the week yeah.
1: there's a three three year backlog now should they have maybe put a pause on kona spots at some point <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> a thing? Yeah, because <laughs> there are technically 5,300 people racing and for comparison the biggest race ever here before was like 2300 on a single day Wow! so
0: they more than doubled more it
1: than doubled Wow! which is why it feels like a lot of, like if you've been here before it feels like a lot of people
0: it does feel like a lot of people but as we were talking about before the show like i think i came in worried like i'm not going to be able to park in town we're not going to be able to like eat at lunchtime because the restaurants will be overrun but neither of those things have proven to be true it's just because you
1: know the secret parking spots
0: That's probably also true. (laughs) People been struggling to park. The pool was busier this morning than I've ever seen it.
1: I think uh, it got distinctly more crowded Saturday, Sunday when people flew in this past weekend. And I think it's about to get distinctly more because like people who are spectating and stuff are flying in today. There's a good number of people who are flying in today. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Like if they have athletes or friends and they're just coming to like watch the race, they're they're not coming for the the industry business schmoozing. They're
0: not. Okay. Yeah, actually one year my mom came on the day before. Yeah, Yeah,
1: I can see that. So that's what's happening. We have two days. So Thursday, tomorrow is the race we care about. Uh, It's the pro women, all the women. And then because they because they had this backlog of COVID spots, they needed to kind of even up the days. So there's about the same number of people going in each day. So tomorrow, after all the women, 25 minute break, and then we will have 65 plus age men 50 to 54 and then the 20 to 24 year old men who will start at like 7 40 a.m. I think like over an hour after the pro women. Right. Right.
0: Okay. And is that, that, I mean, that's good, right? Because it ensures, like we talked to Andrew about earlier in the week, like it ensures a woman over the line first.
1: Like, oh God, I hope so. Right. Like they're going to make up an hour and 10 on the pro women. <laughs> no, I think uh, like, you know, there's obviously a lot of like ways how this goes and a lot of things, like, if I ran Ironman, it'd be different, right? But I think Iron Man did, like, a really good job.
0: In- ran- <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not letting that slide. Okay. <laughs> if you, if Kelly O'Mara was the CEO of Iron Man, what would you do differently? What, in, in, would you roll out this two-day schedule?
1: Yeah. The yeah. two-day is great. Yeah, I mean, okay. I love the two-day. Okay.
0: So what would you do differently?
1: I would have put a cap, obviously, on the number of spots at this point. Like, I think we all know it should be 1,800 people racing each day. For acting reasons, for crowding reasons, for like getting the best of the best reasons. 1800 women, 1800 men.
0: Yes. Okay. I'm hearing you. So, but then the problem partially was about the slots and having extra slots. So it's like back COVID. So my point is like,
1: given we would do it different, given COVID, I think they actually did like an, like, I get why they did this, right? Like, I get why they had to figure out, put some men. And they picked which men's groups based on the size of the group and the timing and to make sure we could give the women like enough yeah. room so it doesn't affect their race. And then, you know, now I know there are some twenty twenty four men who are like, you know, they're trying to compete for the overall age group title. And so, like, that's a little weird for them because it's a different day. It's a different court. It's like, what is that? How does that even work? Yeah. But, you know, if you're competing for an overall age group title, just upgrade to be a pro. Come on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> good point. Good point. And actually, I do think you make a good point because... Like earlier in the week, Messick said, like, what's going to make or break is whether or not there's complaints afterwards about the traffic or like we were talking about before the show, whether there's actual like accidents and people get hurt and stuff like that because of like, because people can't get to work or get frustrated and drive out onto the course or whatever else.
1: So Thursday is the big question mark day. Yeah. But man, people are excited for a women's only race. Everyone's. Yeah. And like, it's going to change the dynamics pro women are used to racing around guys. Like that's what you learn. You learn how to race that way because that's what you have to do. So it's going to be different. It's going to change like who makes what group it's going to be like, instead of getting the broadcast where like, you know, they like cut to the men's finish and then we're like, Oh yeah. And now Danielle is in the lead. We're going to get all like the women all day. It's a, I've a lot of women have been like, I've been waiting for this for like 20 years.
0: Is it safe to say that we're both ex pros?
1: I don't know. Everyone keeps asking me that. It feels very like have you a, retired. I mean, I quit. Does that that like... <laughs> counts? That counts. I,
0: and I just that was a pre question to my actual question, which is like, do you wish that you could have raced on a women's only day, or have you for the seventy point three?
1: I did placid at a women's only day, but it was one of those weird ones where like one of the faster age group guys actually like crossed first, I think. Oh, we, wah, wah. we only got like five ten minutes or something yeah. on them, and so. And so that's weird. Like, that's when you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I kind of wish I could like, I could be part of a women's only day, especially even next year with all women on the course. That'd be, I don't, I don't wish enough to train for an Ironman to be clear, but um, that would be cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's, what's happening. Like what has happened, what is happening this year? They've gone ahead and committed to the two day Thursday, Saturday next year. And like you said, they committed to one day actually just for women and one day actually that's for men um they went ahead and committed to it before waiting to see how this year went so that's like a we'll we'll see how that goes um and then i mean we can talk later whatever about next year with the all with all women's day they've kind of like that means all women age group spots too all equal like an equal number of age group women um but they've kind of thrown those random qualifying spots on different races and so 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 you know you used to have, you had to win your age group to qualify. Yeah. And now it's like, you can be 15th. We probably could have found like an in-between.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Let yeah, me understand this because actually I do not know this, right? I actually do not know this. So there's like, essentially, there's going to be a ton more spots for the age group women to qualify for next year. How did, did they just like, how, how is it that they, it used to be, you had to win. And now it's, you can come 15th. Like, is it cause it rolls so far or like what, how do you qualify? What, 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 is, what happening? is happening, Kelly? What is happening? <laughs> why did they do it
1: that way? You're like, I don't know, man. Um, I can tell you why they think. No. So what they did, so it's going to be about 2,000 men, about 2,000 women next year, um, which is a slight increase for the men and a big increase for the women. Because like, it was, I'm trying to do the math here, maybe 700, 800 women, historically, usually, 1,000. So it's a lot more.
0: Yeah, a lot but more. But
1: instead of just doing it with the secret super proprietary algorithm-
0: the proportionality algorithm.
1: Right. The yeah. super secret. Instead of just being like, hey, let's just use that yeah. for men. Like, let's do one for men and do one for women and just like. Make it the same algorithm. Right. Instead of doing it that way, they, which I think, I think they didn't want to commit to that. They are doing 100 women for try spots at random races. So they have a list of like 12 or 13, something like that. Races that get these extra 100 spots, which then makes those races, like instead of having 15 or 20 spots or whatever it was before now they have like 120 so it's like this is crazy and then uh yeah and so then it's a little wacky because then you have these like an age group ends up with seven whereas they used to have one right okay
0: that's right okay so by not doing by not doing the qualification system the same way as the men qualify that allows them to change it, maybe well, if they asking, need to. Now you're you're asking for
1: wild speculation. Wild spec. that's is a
0: wild speculation, but I was just like, why don't we just say that, like, you know, <laughs> so like that it's the it's the old the same old algorithm, the yeah. secret algorithm of proportionality that they've used to decide the qualification.
1: Like, I don't know why, but that, I know that you don't know. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I can't get in their head. I don't know, but. But that's and that's now creating this thing, obviously, where people are like, "Well, fifteenth place woman at Ironman Chattanooga gets to go to Kona now. Now Kona's getting watered down. It's not going to be fair. Women who shouldn't be there shouldn't be." And you're like, "Well, that's now we've we've created this problem." It's, yeah. 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 Okay, so that's all very interesting, and it's yeah. going
0: to be interesting to watch. Yeah. Well, fascinating to us. <laughs> um, if we have folks watching, if you want to ask a question of the lovely Kelly O'Mara, please type it in the. Um, in the whatever (laughs) in the chat um or as a comment on the video and the lovely ella will see it and she will let us know your question um okay kelly let's talk about like the actual actual race race. the women who are racing our
1: favorites um should we do some picks
0: oh yeah okay
1: okay what have you said okay but you can't pick (laughs) daniela you can't pick daniela well you have to say why you're picking the people okay okay so I guess, yeah, we should talk about who's racing. Overwhelmingly, Danielle is the favorite. I mean, we talk a lot. People throw around, like, Goat, Jan Ferdino. I was looking at the stats, and, like, I know she didn't dominate at as wide a range of distances as he has. But, like, shit, man, she's won five seventy point three titles, yes. five Iron Man titles. I know. That is insane. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a lot of winning. And then people wrote her off, and she came back? Yeah. hmm Yeah. So... It's kind of nuts, actually. Yeah,
0: that's what we talked about yesterday. I think we mentioned it on the show yesterday that, like, I feel like there are some other women with, like, Daniela-level talent coming through, but they don't have Daniela experience yet. So that's why I would still bet on Daniela.
1: I also think, like, and this is, like, women's sport has progressed through the decades, et cetera. Daniela has won those titles in an era when, like, it was a lot harder to win that many titles for the women.
0: Right then, then previous like so like then previous six time winners or or whatever multiple time winners.
1: because yeah. it's very deep now. Yeah. So, right. so anyway, Danielle is my favorite. Obviously, I told someone I think she has like an eighty percent chance of winning, and they said it's probably right because obviously she would get stung by like six jellyfish this year. She still won after one, so it'd take a few. It would
0: take like a pack of <laughs> jellyfish stinging her to take her down. <laughs>
1: No, I agree. I was at 80% too. Yeah. I mean, technically, I think the odds have her at like a 40-something percent chance, but for statistical odds, that's still... The
0: odds that we made up in our heads. Yeah. We're at 80. Okay. <laughs> okay. So who else do you have on the podium?
1: So then I think Laura Phillips is the only one who could really beat her. If she doesn't have an off day, obviously, if you have an off day, anything could happen. Do
0: you think Kat Matthews could have had she been here?
1: I love Kat, and you never know, because Kat is like the best at pacing in the game. Like, she like rides the line better than, like, anyone. Um, I think Kat's had a really big year. So, in some ways, like, maybe she's getting the rest. Right.
0: To come back big next year.
1: Yeah. I mean, she did a a seven-and-a-half-hour Ironman after second place at World Championships. That sounds like a lot to me.
0: Yeah, that is a lot. Okay. So, you've got Laura Phillip for second. She's going to be running her down but not quite get her.
1: That's what I think. Um, I mean, Laura Phillip, like, a lot of people, like, haven't really – because, again, this is we had these three years where we didn't have CODA, and so a lot of people – kind of are not noticing who's come up necessarily, if that makes sense, in those three years. And Laura Phillip is one of those people where, like, she was fourth the last time we were here in 2019. And it's easy to be like, oh, okay. But since then, I mean, she ran, she did an Iron Man brand world record that got, like, overshadowed because it's not, like, the fastest course ever, whatever. Where was that? Uh, Hamburg, Copenhagen. Yeah. yeah. She went 818. Like, that's... 818. It's legit. Yeah. She's all like one. She's only done four Iron Man. She's won three of them. The, the one she didn't win was the fourth place here. Like, so she's like, and she also, um, got COVID right before St. George. So I think she's like pissed and ready to, you know? Yeah. yeah.
0: I like that. Okay. And what about Annie Hogg? Yes. I think she ends up third. Okay. That's my Annie for, for third. Running herself into
1: third. Right. Okay. Yeah. What
0: about our fave, our fave co-host, Sarah True?
1: Sarah, she's my wild card. Is she your wild card? Can you name
0: someone wild who was, like, a fourth at the Olympic Games know, and fourth year, Definitely. and, like, an Ironman did, like, a record-breaking Ironman this year?
1: Is that a wild card? I don't know. I mean, everyone here is, like, a fucking Ironman champion. Yeah, right. She's not been on the podium before, so therefore she's a wild card. Right. Well, I think the thing with Sarah is – um Again, like three years has passed, right? And she'll tell you, like, she's had a kid. She's in a PhD program, right? Like a lot of different. But she seems uh, fun is fast. She seems like she's having fun. Yeah,
0: I think that that and that could I think that could work for Sarah. Just like from knowing her. I think that she's. um, Yeah, she's I think that she's going to have a race that she enjoys. Basically, and that could mean like a lot of different things. Right.
1: Obviously, you still have to be like, where's Lucy going to end up? Oh, yeah, Lucy. Like, where's like, I think I think Chelsea Zara is my pick for like fifth place yeah. and then you have this whole mix of people and like anywhere in there like Fanella or sarah crowley uh like where are they gonna they're gonna all be in that little like fourth or fifth or seventh or heather jackson sky munch like they're all in there and you're like yeah oh yeah
0: Their field is so deep <laughs> you're Like, oh yeah. oh yeah those people all those people pick them up <laughs> <laughs> the other thing i'm really noticing is that there's like there's so many more fun pack swimmers
1: yeah. now I like there could like
0: be deep. a group of what
1: like seven or 10 i think like we're not going to see a lucy swim away with it necessarily yeah. it's going to be like lucy uh fenella becca clark Haley, hey, yeah. lucy lauren brandon lauren brandon those five i think come out in front and then out of that you have like i mean lucy and fenella can ride so maybe they maybe lucy has someone to work with and like it's gonna you know I See, so Lu-
0: lucy and fenella can ride so they might ride with daniella you're well, just excluding Daniella because, like, we all know she can. She's rest. not going
1: to be in the front. Oh, she's
0: okay. not going to be in the front pack.
1: Keep up. Sorry. Keep up. Yeah. That My bad. Five gets out. Yeah. How long do they hold off Daniella? Who yeah. works together? Right. And they can hold her off
0: longer if they work together. Yeah. And there's more of them. And then in I St. George. Starting to pick this up
1: see, in George, Daniella and Kat work together to, like, just demolish the field, right? right. On the bike. But now it's like, who's Daniella going to come out with? Is she going to come out with Sky? Is she going to come so that could work for them. So.
0: Okay, and it's looking like the day, I mean, we checked the weather earlier. Oh, yes, Ellen, studio audience has a question. This one is for Kelly O'Meara. <laughs> uh, how will the weather play in and the winds? I want to know what your thoughts are if it's a
1: windy day, non-windy day. Thank you. Thank you. You got to take it. I'll take the mic. okay so you guys did you guys swim in the no you swim at the pool yeah okay it's been choppier since the it's you can see it right now since it got stormy yesterday it's been choppier and so I'm curious how that's gonna affect that front group of swimmers now if we're gonna see like bigger breaks in between people um which then yeah like could if they get in a group I think it could really matter yeah I was talking I was
0: actually we were talking on, on the way here there was one year where I was swimming in like a little pack like we were like third or fourth pack, whatever, four of us. And we actually like, because we on a real choppy year and because we stayed on course, we overtook like another pack, <laughs> like a whole pack of, of other women. We just like overtook them. They were like, I looked at one point, I'm like, what are they doing way over there? And we, we were just like, just got lucky and stayed on the boy line. So yeah, I can make a big difference.
1: I will be big gas And then the, I thing like the wind, like, I don't think it's going to be that bad windy. I think it's going to be more humid. If you've been looking at the weather, like it may rain, Um, which like (laughs) could be pleasant on the run, but it holds this humidity. It's going to be more humid than windy. But I think what we'll see is like with those gaps that could open up in the chop and the swim, Mm -hmm. there now won't be any guys in there. Like it'll be more, those gaps will matter more. And so like where there's wind, like it'll break it up even more.
0: Yeah. And even on like a non windy day, there's often still wind out of heavy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, well, I'm excited. Well, you tell us what your picks are. Oh. <laughs> Do I need to have picks? Yeah. I only have sentimental favorites. Mine are kind of the same as yours. Like I think, I think talking to Chelsea earlier in the week. I think that's a good. She
1: is that. She can she be a so, my dark horse? Sure. She is her second Iron Man ever. Right. So she can be a dark horse. So I think it's like on the one hand you'd be like second Iron Man ever. Like you gotta. But I don't know. I think I think she. She's been like, I think she knows what she's doing, Yeah, you know?
0: Yeah, I think she does too. She's got the edge. Yeah. She went to Cal. With me.
1: It's fine. Yeah. Like you knew her back then? Not well, no, no, no. But I'm just saying like she went to a good school. We're smart. Yeah.
0: You guys, you guys have switched on. You know what's up. Um, Yeah. I think my picks are kind of the same as yours. I don't have any like groundbreaking things to add. Um, I don't, I, I maybe would put Lucy, Oh, I don't know if I'd bet against Annie though. I think Annie has like a little bit of something to prove, but so does Lucy. Like there's so many people who have, that's my observation is there's like, it's been a weird three years. A lot of people like injured or like just have like a, that little extra edge of like something they want to show the world. Yeah. Um, and there's too many of them for me to pick. The
1: problem is you go out there with something to prove and like half the field blows up then, right? Because you're like, I got to go so hard. I got to show them I'm yeah. back. I you got to be smart and patient. Yeah.
0: No. And also like, I'm not sure, you know, in recent years, I'm not sure how much the men's race has played into the dynamics on the bike, especially. So, because I like, wasn't out there myself and I just
1: don't know. So it'll be interesting. What, if that changes yeah, I don't, a lot, I think it's like a ton actually, like, I don't actually think it's like a huge difference, like difference. Like it was maybe a person here or there. Mm-hmm. Um, but They also won't have like age group guys catching them, yeah. which is like the way the big packs yeah. anyway. But my concern with Lucy is that, I mean, like, she's gritty as hell. She will, like, tough it out. Yeah. But how much running could she have been getting in in this buildup back from an injury? Yeah.
0: How long, has, how long has it been that she's been running again-ish? I don't know. She's not, like. You don't know? Well, you don't have a guess. Like My guess is, like, is it, like, three years, three
1: months? Yeah, no, it's a couple months, right? A couple months. But she had to build up. She had to build up slowly. And she was only positive she was doing this race, like. A month ago. Okay. okay. Last, interesting. Ten, last 10 miles of marathon. Yeah. It's going to be like, what happens? It could
0: get ugly. It could get ugly. Okay. So I'm just going to go, I'm just going to go let myself off the hook with the picks. Just roll <laughs> with your picks. Um, okay. Let's, uh, oh, we were going to talk about who's missing too this year? Well,
1: Lindsay Corbin's missing. Yeah. Uh Kat Matthews is missing, obviously. That's yeah. a big one. That's like the biggest one. Yeah. Um a couple people are missing just because they didn't want to make the like Els Visser said it was too expensive. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then Rinny's missing, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So
0: Okay. But we've got a pretty strong start list. We took a picture of the start list earlier. It's yeah. like it's amazing to see. Like honestly, I think that it does make the field a little deeper, having more sort of <laughs> I mean I think, I think that's it's like sort of like the identity. definition. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But no, I think it's like it's something like it, it's something that I think I feel like as the reason I'm saying this is like I feel like as like we were told back then that like those extra 15 women like didn't matter. And like even by some of the pro women themselves, like as if like those extra 15 weren't good enough to be here and didn't substantially make a mark on the race. And I just don't think that's true. Like looking at that list, I'm like there's like there are a huge number of women who could go top 10 or top 15 now for prize money for top 15. Yeah, apparently you just found out. That I pays- just found out that the pay's <laughs> deeper, so that's great, everybody.
1: Yeah, uh, I looked. Fifteenth gets three thousand dollars. So
0: fifteenth gets three thousand dollars. Cover your ticket. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is forty-eight women starting after the like. I think there was like Ford and check-in, and people who pulled out earlier. So forty-eight women starting. Great. Mm-hmm. Great. Unless somebody gets hit by a car today? Yeah. <laughs> so, let's like knock on something.
0: I know. Right. I, I feel like those parts of it, like have, like I got hit by a car here. I showed, I showed my, I showed my team earlier, like the scene of where I got hit by a car. But <laughs> I, I feel like it's, um, people are watching out for each other. Like just watching the way people are driving.
1: Um, I mean, some of the, I, we have seen some athletes acting like losing their minds. I to say, Apparently you didn't see the person driving into oncoming traffic to get the good IG shot, Instagram shot. Cause um, I saw that. We
0: saw a lot of that BS. I, I have also seen people like being really respectful. So I've seen both. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Let's take a little break and Kelly and I are going to come back and talk about a few more concerns and challenges and also her new project. I used to think that winning an Ironman triathlon would be the hardest thing I've ever done. But after starting Feisty Media, I realized that starting, growing, and running a business is in fact the hardest thing I've ever done. There are so many decisions to be made, and by that I mean so many things to wake up in the middle of the night worried about, like how do I actually make money? How do I manage my business finances? How do I build an audience? How do I grow my team? How do I manage that team? Who do I ask for business advice? And then on top of that, I need to keep learning myself and build my own skills as an entrepreneur, as well as surround myself with other like-minded entrepreneurs that I vibe with. It's been an extremely rewarding journey for me so far, but it's also been extremely challenging. So if you can relate to some or all of what I'm saying, I invite you to join us in Tempe, Arizona this fall for the new and improved Outspoken
2: Summit. We've all been there, two hours into a long ride, nowhere near finished, but totally uncomfortable, shifting back and forth and standing out of the saddle in an effort to ease the pain down there. But bike shorts and tri shorts should be comfortable. And that's why we are thrilled to have Core Sports as one of our sponsors. Core tri shorts have a revolutionary, seam free chamois, which means no raised surfaces for chafing. And every stitch of Core's tri suits, cycling kits, swimsuits, and run clothing is designed with you. The woman endurance athlete in mind. Yes, you can have it all: speed and style, performance and comfort, function and fashion. Use the code KONA HOT TEN for ten dollars off at CoreSports.com. That's KONA HOT TEN for ten dollars off at CoreSports.com. Money to be a business?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you weren't on
1: the mic. Oh, Do you have to make money to be a business?
0: Well, I think at some point you need yeah. to make money. Yeah. Okay. So you just launched triathlon ish with a cool tagline.
1: All sports, no balls, all sports, no balls. Is that- oh,
0: <laughs> all sports, no balls. Okay. So tell us what is triathlon ish,
1: right? So right now it's just a newsletter that I send once a week with the triathlon ish news that you want to know about. Um, and we say, we say ish because like Ish, like it's like things that are like related to triathlon, but also triathlon. Yeah.
0: So right now they're all triathlon without the ish because
1: it's Kona, yeah. so it's all Kona. Yeah. yeah. But usually it's like ish. Uh. So right now it's a weekly newsletter, and then we'll be adding things. We'll be adding a podcast. Um. Maybe some other writers, but we'll see. And possibly like some other, those other ish sports in there. Some more, more in depth stuff. And I, people are struggling. People are being like, I don't understand. I don't understand. It's
0: struggling to understand what your project is. Do they know what a newsletter is?
1: Possible. In all fairness, I think people struggle to find out what feisty is too. That's true.
0: That's true. Do they, do, do you need a TikTok and Reels team?
1: (laughs) I clearly am going to hire you
0: guys. (laughs) (laughs) Like we have one available. Um, (laughs) So what do you see as like, you know, you've worked in media for a long time. You've done triathlon media. You were obviously the editor in chief of triathlete. What do you see us missing in the way that we cover the sport,
1: right? So after I left and um quit, I talked to a lot of different people, and I would say like one of the things that we all kind of agree is at least in the u s we're missing what we would call like mainstream style sports coverage like at least in the u s, we don't have, like we have sports center to cover football where they like sit in like this what we just did for the women's race tomorrow, right? right. They do that like for every. We don't they really sit, have... they sit on like, like
0: bar stools like and yeah. chat about things, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, And we don't really have that for our sports uh, in the U S like it doesn't exist. And in the way that it does exist in so much as it does exist, it exists as forums, forum, dudes, forum trolls. Um, And there's a pretty big gap, generally speaking in our sports between there is forum dude trolls. And then there's like inspirational women content. And I'm, I'm all for inspirational women. content. I will cry with the best of them. But like, I would say when I've been saying like, we want something for me and my friends like me and my friends are like no man like we can be assholes too and argue about like who's going to lose and who's going to blow up and so that's what i feel like is missing um both on like a larger like the actual analysis and news level but also the audience level like there's not a place for all of us right
0: cool and so that's what you're creating there's yeah. like a, there's like a something happening out on the yeah. street there
1: oh god i hope nobody got hit <laughs> <laughs> i feel like
0: oh is
1: that it? We just witnessed the first I mean, code There's been, no, there's been, but people keep asking me how it's different from you. And I'm like, Sarah doesn't know what's happening in triathlon anymore.
0: <laughs> how is it different to, well, because you're, you're not just covering the women. First of
1: all, first of all, yeah, we're not just covering women. Second of all, it's more like news and analysis. And I feel like you don't do news. Like you guys are more performance. I do not want to do, I do not want to get into the, like, how to be a faster triathlete business, like. There are plenty of people that do that out there in the world. I don't want to do like training plans. Certainly we may at some point add like, look, like here are the five like things you need to know type stuff. But like, I don't want to get into training plans or gear reviews that much because there's plenty of places for that. Um, this is like news analysis. Football doesn't debate like which of this is the best football. Right. <laughs> From my understanding. I don't really. I'm like don't. Sports center. It's not
0: like how to be a better football player. No. Step one, two and three. Yeah, no what should i eat when i play basketball no you <laughs> got it i'm hearing you there okay this is gonna be pretty cool so how do people sign up for this
1: so triathlon ish i s h triathlon ish.com and subscribe to the newsletter right now which we're sending out weekly we're doing special ones from kona with the goss as i keep calling it you guys were like i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> i knew i knew gotta get the good goss um weekly newsletters right now and then we'll be adding more things post I just wanted to get up and running before Kona and we'll be adding things I promised I would bring Sid back on the podcast to talk all the triathlon it's like start where you are
0: right like you write a kick-ass newsletter and I think that's a great place for you to start yeah
1: today we're discussing why we should stop we should create new legends and stories and athletes instead of old historic legends I
0: did i read your newsletter this morning thank you for the link to our instagram <laughs> I
1: mean, that's what you guys are here for right for the gram
0: <laughs> for the gram only for the gram um but uh what was my question now oh yeah but, okay so if we're if we are replacing those myths and legends like that like we're talking about like the old san diego guard kind of like what what are the new what are the new myths and legends to replace them? I
1: mean, I don't know that yes, I don't know that we all have them yet. I just think that like a lot of the apparatus around, and I like separate from like Kona and everything. Like whether or not you like the race here, or you like the island or whatever. Yeah. A lot of the apparatus around selling triathlons really old at this point. It's like 40 years old, and there's been a lot of things since then that are really cool. I listed a whole bunch of like really awesome races that like. Have happened in the last 20 years, not the you know last 40. Um, I think the Norwegians are doing a pretty good job right now of making themselves like the current story. Like they're super funny, they're super fascinating. they we just said like Daniela maybe statistically arguably is the greatest triathlete athlete ever. Like we could just like talk about that, right? <laughs> like that's fine. I mean Lucy's also like kind of amazing right um, I think if Kat had raced like Kat Matthews is like setting herself up to she could end up being like really awesome, right? Um, so there's people that is like right now, right here, and if you talk to the new guard, yeah, like there's a lot of young people that have come up in this last three years that are like a new guard for triathlon, and they don't
0: they don't have time for the past. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. Yeah, yeah, kind of like Gen Z vibes. Like, uh, is that what we're on? Is it Gen Z? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm just making that up. Just yeah, like
1: bucket hats, <laughs> their bucket hats and their biker
0: <laughs> shorts. Yeah, bucket hats. Do you know like? Someone thought I was 20 years old the other day. I was wearing that bucket hat.
1: It's like you dress like a 20-year-old, all right?
0: I was like, it's the hat. She's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But no, I, I'm, I, I love that. Um, and I'm totally with you. We will put the link in our show notes about how to sign up for Kelly's newsletter and follow everything she is doing. Is would do you have any final words for our of wisdom or about anything else? <laughs> oh man, I just felt like so much. The most I will. I'm going to ask you the most open-ended question ever (laughs) go.
1: I am. I am legitimately very concerned about tomorrow's race Mm -hmm. with like the lack of volunteers. Uh, It's on a Thursday. People are still working. There's still traffic. They did have to open up a lane of traffic on the course for the first time. Like there's never been a lane of traffic on the queen K while people are biking. That's happening. It's a little more, it's like more, as we established, there's more athletes than there's ever been on a day. It's like, ripe. So I'm just like, Oh my God, like everyone, please be careful please like you were saying like keep an eye out for each other ride heads up I know in triathlon we tend to like and not pay attention but like we got to get through tomorrow
0: totally yeah it happened to me one time actually at an Ironman Canada um a volunteer ushered a car through a stoplight that was on the course straight into me (laughs) as I was like and I actually like so, well, not that I, that made it sound worse than it was, but like I saw the car coming, I swerved, and then I hit a vehicle that was like waiting. Um, and I was able to get back on my bike and finish, but like it was weird. Like then after the race, cause you know, you sometimes you forget something weird happens during the race, and later I like my ring was bent, like I had a ring that was like, and I and my finger was all bruised. I'm like, what was that? I was like, oh yeah, I crashed into a car on the yeah. car. Yeah. So it, it can happen anywhere.
1: Oh, it can happen anywhere. And it's not like these things don't happen, but I'm just, you know, we're all everyone, even in the press conference of Daniela and everybody's like, we're really looking forward to it. But like, let's just see. Yeah. Let's see how it goes. Yeah. So
0: all the good vibes for tomorrow's Thursday race for for safety, safety first, for sure. Um, and then the other thing I just want to say to our audience is tomorrow we are actually going to be recording later. So we're not recording at our usual time. Um, and so, some of you will be in bed. We're going to record around seven thirty p seven thirty p m here in Hawaii, and you'll be able to get that podcast recording on the Iron Women feed uh, when you wake up the next morning, so that we can bring you all of the race day updates, everything that we saw and heard um, first thing on Friday morning. So, thank you all for watching and listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, Kelly.
1: Oh, was I supposed to say something? <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs>